You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. You're listening to special programming brought to you by itswhereiam.com. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Las Vegas. It's Zandra Pollard. It's where I am. Today, we have C. Reggie Rogers, the number one relationship coach. Hey, Reggie. Are you there? Zandra, what's happening? Yes, yes, yes. How are you? Hey, man, I'm doing great. I had to have you back on because we had Dr. Muller on a couple of weeks ago. And she was giving her perspective of dating after divorce. And I said, you know, I've got to have the male perspective on here. Right? <laughs> and I instantly thought of you. So thank you. Thank you for coming on. Well, I appreciate the invite. It's always good to spend this time with you. And, you know, we get to have a delightful dialogue. So I think it'll be a lot of fun hanging out with you again today. Oh, yeah. So... Can you tell us what about these women who are getting back out there in the playing field and thinking about dating again? So we're talking about women or men, people who have been divorced and getting back mm-hmm. out to start dating again. Of course, you want to make sure that you're ready by doing some work on yourself first, right? Agree. Right. You don't want to just jump out there and and start dating. Give yourself a minute and learn from the mistakes. Maybe you've made the mistake or maybe they did. But let's take in that learning lesson before we run back out and, you know, dive into another relationship. So what are the things that they say? One of the things that they say is important when it comes to what you're saying is they say that. You should, before you get back out into the dating pool or the dating field, mm-hmm. a person should take the time, as you said, to work on themselves. But you should be able to go through every major holiday without having oh. any regrets, without, without having any uh, down feelings, okay. ill feelings. So when you get to that place of being able to go through every major holiday alone, by yourself and you can feel good about going through those major holidays, of course, memories will come up, but you don't let them, you don't succumb to them. You don't let them overtake you. You don't become overcome by them. But when you can go through those major holidays, then you're ready. Wow, that's great advice. That never would have popped up for me. I guess that's why you have the title. (laughs) <laughs> but but dating you know and then and then the other thing too that there's another dynamic that comes to play you know in this conversation is the fact that the dating dating changes so if you've been in a relationship 
for a long period of time, you've been married for a long period of time, and then you decide now you're going to get back out there, you have to, first of all, you have to be true to thyself and know that getting back out there is not going to be the same as it was 15 years ago. Right, because now you'll have to deal with social media, right? Exactly. That's how most people are dating now. Now that you didn't have that. Right, I couldn't imagine. So what are your thoughts about, you know, what are they called? Like Tinders and social media apps? I, I mean, again, I think we talked about this on your last show, but I think they can be a friend or foe. Okay. I think it depends on what you want to gain from it, what's your objective behind it. But apps can be a friend or they can be a foe. I think that you should always cover yourself in regards to when it comes to utilizing those apps. Covering yourself simply means that you, sh- you, you should have some type of regimen where it keeps you safeguarded, you know what I mean? And then having that regimen mean maybe we text first, maybe we talk first. Okay. I don't just jump right out and say, okay, let's meet. Mm-hmm. I, I, need to, I need to put something in place where I'm safeguarded so I can really get to know. Because you're still not going to really get to know the person, but at least you've done your due diligence as best as possible so that you can get to know something in regards to making you feel somewhat comfortable. You were saying something about uh, getting out to date, like going, you know, to play golf or to play tennis or be active in some way. Yeah, because I'm all about organic and natural. And yes. I think that when you meet somebody organically and naturally, it's supermarket. Meet somebody in a supermarket. Yes, you uh, mentioned the supermarket. Out in, 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 you know, car wash. I'm all about organic and natural, you know, mm-hmm. so I think when you meet somebody organically like that, it gives you better opportunity to be face to face, eyeball to eyeball, so you can see through them to see what's really in them, as opposed to meeting behind a computer. Right. right. That's where you get all the catfishing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, you are really um, about journaling. I know that you have some um, workshops I know you have some workshops uh, that deal with a lot of journaling. Can you tell us more about those? Well, journaling is all, you know, it's all about understanding you, getting to the place where you're, you feel good about you. The old, you know, it says know thyself. Yes. And the only way that you're going to know thyself is really in all you're getting, you get an understanding of yourself. So you have to do all the necessary steps and utilize all the tools that it takes so that you can really get to the substratum and to the premise of who you really are. Because one of the questions that I normally ask... I was saying, saying, I tell people, like, keep a journal or just a plain notebook and a pen by your bedside. Absolutely. When you get a thought, write it down. Because I'm working on something now... It's, it's about your thought style. Your thought style determines your lifestyle, but your thought style also determines your mate style. Okay. So now you kind of get, you get, you get a, um, it's, it's what I call the science of dating and mating mm-hmm. because there's a sequence to it all. There's a sequential order on how to select and how to attract, right? Oh. So if you don't select right, if you don't attract right, then the word, instead of it being, Sequential orders because you're going to have a consequence. Or it's called not being equally yoked. 
Oh, yeah. Equal, unequal. See, un- unequally yoked is okay. Because let me tell you why. I mean, that's old school. Yes, please explain. Christianity and it's all uh-huh. good. It's old school Christianity. It, 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 it sounded good and it sounded great. But I, I don't know that I want somebody that's just like me. Because if I have a person that's just like me, then one of us is obsolete. But I don't think it means to be just like the other person. I think it means more of it means that belief. person. When you, talk about, when you talk about unequally yoked, it has how it has been taught in times past. It's about having the same belief system. It's about being able to sit at the same table and eat the same food in terms of what you believe. What your intake is is your belief system. That's mm-hmm. what unequally yoked has been taught in the past. Oh, I just thought it meant that one was not for you. <laughs> no, it, because because they also go further to say you can't mix night with day. So that's when they talk okay. about unequally yoked. How can you mix night with day? Mm-hmm. Well, that's somebody who doesn't think they talk about you know your belief system. Yes. Well, I think sometimes, sometimes again, that's why I say it's old school because I think that sometimes. I don't necessarily want somebody who believes everything that I believe because mm-hmm. that's not stretching me. That's not expanding me. Maybe you don't believe something that I don't believe, but if I'm open enough to receive something that you have to give to me, it can expand me more. Yes. It could take, it could take me a place that I haven't been. So that's why I laughed when you said that. I said, that's a little old school, but you know, people still teach that. Believe that but I love that you tool. say, I love that you say that you are open and willing to stretch, Right. Some people are not that way. Some people are, you know, very just they only want to deal with what they know. And so they want someone who's on the same thought process as they are. I mean, we could because okay. I like I don't want to get into Christianity no, 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 or, or religions or anything like that. Because this could be really deep. I do want somebody who's on the same what we call frequency. Okay. But just because we're on the same frequency because all of us are energy. So mm-hmm. therefore there's a wavelength that we come from and operate within. So mm-hmm. I do want somebody who understands the vibratory frequency. Okay. That doesn't mean that our that we believe everything alike when it co- alike when it comes to my belief system. Again, mm-hmm. you have to be open so that you can be expanded and stretched because and as you said, some people are not, and that's great. You'll stay right where you are, and if you're comfortable there, that's great. But for me, I'm not about comfortability. Right. I'm more of I'm more of about accountability. Okay. I always want to keep myself at a place where I don't just want to be comfortable. I mm-hmm. also want to be accountable. Okay. And that's why it is important for you to work on yourself first. First and foremost. That's right. Because know thyself. You you can't rely on you can't rely on someone else to make you happy. You have to have that well, on your if, own. If if you do, you're gonna be in a deficit. Exactly. You're be in a deficit. Just you know, you you have to come to the table whole. You have to come to the table, you know, understanding, knowing you, being true to thyself, knowing thyself. You've done the work on thyself, so that when when the universe provides that mate, so to speak, you know, you're, you're ready. You're ready to receive. Yes. Because and as you said before, I, I it's I, not, it's but, not 50, 50 It's a hundred, a hundred. You said that. Yeah. I think we talked about that on your yes, last show. Yes. Yeah. Well, that was like almost a year ago, Reggie. Now, come on. Uh, you know, I'm just bringing it back. Mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I got a pretty good memory for old guy. 
Hey, I'm so glad you came back on. I want you to tell us more about the things that you're doing now. You still have the podcast. Yes, still have the podcast. The Coach and the Comic. Um, the Coach and the Comic would meet with myself or with Buddy Lewis, actor and comedian Buddy Lewis and myself. We still do the Coach and the Comic. Um, right now, we're, you know, I've been, last. I talked about it last year, but it's doing really well with the dating and creating. Dating and creating is a curriculum that I created as we're talking about dating today, but uh, dating and creating is a curriculum that I've created so that people can get to that place of understanding the five stages to dating. Okay. Uh, and, and those are important that people realize what well, are the five stages? The they have to buy the packages, but I will definitely, yeah, no doubt. I'll give you one. Okay. Uh, stage one is meeting and greeting. The purpose of stage one is really to determine if there's enough chemistry, commonality, and a connection, and to see how the conversation goes. So, for you know, this stage may take a couple of meetings to determine if you really want to date a particular person. Mm -hmm. But but the thing in this stage, you got to be yourself. Don't try to be something you're not. Don't try to present someone that that's not really you. Be yourself. And so, when you when you understand this stage, this will help you determine if there's a connection, if you guys are a connection, um, and, you know, if the chemistry is there. But I don't really build relationships on chemistry. Chemistry is great, but I, I look for the connection. Because you can have chemistry with multiple people, but you're not going to be connected to everybody. So I go through in this stage, in this curriculum that I've created, I go through some of the questions that you should ask when you have that meet and greet. You see, there's a question that you should ask because each question I prep it so that they're layered, okay. so that you can get to the next. They're layered, so that you you could see now if if the if it matches your vibratory frequency. Okay. Now the workshops and the books that you have are they mostly mm -hmm. for people who have been married before? Um. Yes. Okay. I mean, I, I, so. You, 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 you labeled me when we started the show as number one relationship coach. That's mm -hmm. great. I am that too. But also the moniker that I've been using lately that I also use is this uh, singles empowerment coach. Okay. So if you're single, you know, the whole objective is to empower you so that you get those tools to help so that you become aware and awakened so that you know what it takes to be, to find your fit. That's the single side. But if you've already been in a relationship or if you're in a relationship, then the goal or the objective is to help you to have a healthy, wholesome, whole relationship yes. so that that relationship has the longevity. And not bring that baggage with you. Well, here's the thing. You want to try to minimize baggage as much as possible. Yes. You definitely want to minimize it as much as possible. I mean, you, you want to try, to, you want to do your best to, Say that when you come to the relationship, you're coming to the relationship giving the best presentation of you, mm -hmm. you know, showing the best you. How can you show the best you? You've done the work on you so that you can show the best you. Some people just, what I call the Tarzan syndrome, uh, they swing from branch to branch without ever taking the time to do the work. They just branch, right. to branch, to branch, and they just swing in the jungle. Mm -hmm. um, but you've got to do the work. Well, like you said, taking that time. You know, going that complete year through all of those holidays, because sometimes we don't understand or realize that some of the issue and problem could be you. 
and not the other person. We can be in denial of ourselves and the things that we do. Like Michael Jackson said, you got to start with the, the man, man in the mirror. in the mirror. That's right. You start right there. You know, one of the questions that I do ask often in, when I do seminars and relationship conferences and things like that is, all right, one of the questions that I always throw out there some way, somehow, before that day is over is, do you remember who you were before the world told you who you are? Mm, that's powerful. I would say no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the other question that I, I throw out there is, because I want you to think, is, do you think or do you think you think? Oh, wait. Oh, that was the question? <laughs> yeah. Do you think or do you think you think? Uh, 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 uh. Um, I would say some of both. It depends on the day. <laughs> okay. Well, see, these are things that, again, you do. I, I want you to think and I want you to put a lot of thought into where you want to go, what you want, what you want to shape, what you want to create. Because, yeah. you know, we can't predict our future, but what we can do is we can create it. Okay, so now this, now that you've mentioned that, what if you are not divorced and looking to date, but you are married and working on your marriage? What Wait, if, back that up again? No, no, you need to back So, uh, so I'm taking it. I'm not divorced and you're looking to date. Is that what I heard you say? No, no. I'm saying I'm taking it away from dating after divorce to okay. marriage. Okay. So basically I'm putting myself in there. I'm okay, married. <laughs> Let's clarify. I'm married. And okay. what if there's an issue in my marriage where it's like, I can't get my partner to understand what it is I want and where I'm trying to go in the marriage. So maybe you need to change the direction in regards to how you're presenting, presenting it. it. Okay. Women mm -hmm. have the ability to get a man, believe it or not, to do anything you want them to do based off of how you present it. Okay. That makes total sense. Um, and so a lot of times women wear their emotions on their sleeves and when they present something, it comes out very, 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 uh, with a bunch of emotions, it's emotionally driven. Mm -hmm. So it can come across as if you're haggling and nagging. Mm -hmm. nagging. So a man is a, man is, is a warrior. So his defense, his defense mechanisms are going to come up automatically because he's already a warrior by okay. nature. Okay. But if you shift it and change it, one of the one of the examples I gave in one of the seminars is, you know, let's say your husband does not make up the bed in the morning. We use that, right? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't. Um, <laughs> okay. So let's say he doesn't, and you have a problem with that. Okay. And you say, I'm getting so sick and tired of you <laughs> getting up every morning, and I got to come on you making up the bed. Well, you, you're not going to get that man to make up the bed. Right. You just put it in Every morning I got to come behind you. I'm just getting sick of it. Dude ain't going to make up the bed, but now let's change it. If you say, baby, can I tell you something? Yeah, what's up, man? You know, I, I don't know if I've ever told you, but do you realize that when you bend over and pull those sheets up and I get to see your biceps pop out, you turn, it really turns me on? I just think that's so sexy. 
You see how you change it? Ooh, Dude, that bed is day. made. He's going to make up that bed mm-hmm, every mm-hmm, day. Mm-hmm, and you got to do exactly what you want to do just by changing your, how you presented it. I'm going to say that tomorrow morning. Ooh, baby. I love the way your biceps look when you make up that bed. Yeah, that voice you got something. The voice you have? Come on, you can't move. Oh, my goodness. Well, what about, like, how do you remember? You know what I mean? Like, because often we're in the moment and things happen, and it's like, dang, that's not the outcome I wanted. Now I got to fix it. How do I do uh, that? Give me an explanation. I mean, give me a So. Like, say I do go off about the bed. What if I do go off on the bed and say, I can't stand you never make up the bed in the morning. It gets on my nerves. Okay. Okay. So I've done that. And then I have to tell myself, "Uh uh-oh, that's the wrong way to handle it. That's the wrong approach. Yeah, the the result is going to make you remember. Because you're not getting the results you want. Okay. (laughs) It's like, he's not making the result as well. Put it right out there on the front because but I think what I mean is the result that you really want. Right. But what I think I mean is, you know, for my listeners is catching that moment, you know, like, OK, you made a mistake. You said it wrong the first time. You still have a chance to fix it. Yeah, but I'm not sure that you want to fix it right then and there. Come back at another time. Oh, really? Around. Just wait. Just yeah, wait. Yeah, right. Because you've already threw it out there. His defense, his defense mechanisms have already come up. He's a warrior by nature. Oh, so try it the next morning. Come back. I would. I don't know necessarily the next morning. Still <laughs> a little fresh. Okay. Let it die down a little bit, and then come back and say, "Baby, you know, you know. Do you realize why I always have a problem with you making up the bed? I don't know if I've ever told you. The reason is because you just really turn me on when you make it up, and I don't get to see you do it that often. Come back and change it. Okay. Well, you heard it here. Hey, I want to thank you so much for coming on, man. You've given some great, great advice. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you for having me again, Zandra. It's been my, what they used to say, plum-pleasing pleasure. You're welcome anytime, anytime, man. All right, thanks. All right, thank you. Hey, 91.5 Jazz and More. This is Zandra Pollard. It's where I am. It's here every Saturday at 7.30 a.m. And for now, I'm going to hit you with a little John Legend. Best you ever had.
Till you're blowing cigarette smoke And now the bed's broke So what we gonna do now? Round two now Work it out, then we cool down Cool down Baby, tonight's the night I let you know Baby, tonight's the night We lose control Telepathy, meet me up at the spot. I'll be sending over the chauffeur. Rich nigga, bread stay popping up like a toaster. Nobody come close to me and you together. Step under my umbrella, we'll make it through any weather except when I make it storm. Sex in the greatest form, then hibernate under my body. And yep, I keep it warm and in a chin chiller. She know I beat it up like the thriller in Manila. Flying my private jet to villas in Anguilla. Just throw you on the grill, that's cause seven days a week you're my five course Baby, meal for real. Oh 